Spring training is underway, and what storyline should you be following for the Kansas City Royals? We're going to talk all about Bobby Witt Jr., where he should play, when he should play, where he should hit in the order, and so much more, including big seasons ahead for Mondesi, Carlos Santana, Hunter Dozier, and what the pitching staff looks like for Kansas City entering the season. All this and more coming up on today's Locked On Royals podcast, Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, lockdownroyals at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by betonline.net, we're going to dive into the top storylines to follow for the Kansas City Royals at spring training, such as Bob Witt Jr., when and where is he going to play? The pitching staff. Mondesi, Santana, and Dozier trying to stave off Nick Prado. And do the Royals have another move in them after signing for Zach Greinke and trading for Mir Garrett? Do they have another way to improve this roster ahead of the 2022 MLB season and what it looks like with the expanded postseason? So let's dive into the Royals spring training. But today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with props, odds, and lines, and more of them than ever before. Bet online is where the game starts. Make sure you head over there. You can even bet on AL Rookie of the Year, which right now, the leader in the clubhouse is Bobby Witt Jr. So will Bobby Witt Jr. be on the opening day roster for the Kansas City Royals? I think it's a clear-cut yes. The reason being that with the new CBA, if you finish top two in rookie of the year voting, you get a full year of service time anyway. And there's that incentive for the franchise to call you up because if you call up your top prospects on opening day, you're eligible for like up to three first round picks. And in Kansas City, a market that's not going to land the top tier free agent, a market that's not going to spend money, the only way to improve your team is via trade and via the draft. And how do you get assets to trade? It assets trade via the draft. So really, the only avenue to improve the Royals is through the draft, either via picking prospects who come up in the system and play for Kansas City or prospects who you use later to trade for improvements. So the risk-reward leans heavily towards Bobby Witt Jr. being on the opening day starting lineup because we all think that Bobby Witt Jr. will be good. And we all think that Bobby Wood Jr. will be a player who finishes top two in AL Rookie of the Year voting. So he's going to get that full year of service time anyway. We also know that Dayton Moore cares a lot about perception, does not want to be viewed as somebody who manipulates service time, is not cutthroat. He flatly is not cutthroat and business-oriented the way that the Rays are. He does not run his club the same way that the Rays do, where the Rays are only looking at it as how can we save money, 
and still be a very good baseball team. And so all that being said, plus the fact that Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be so good that even if you tried to be cutthroat and business-oriented, he's going to make you pay for it. And the future draft capital, you have to have Bobby Witt Jr. on your opening day roster and at the K on opening day. But that leads to a flurry of questions. Where does he play? Where does he hit in the order? We've answered one question. Will he be on the opening day roster? If he's healthy, that answer is a for sure yes, in my opinion. Where will he hit in the order? Another easy one to answer. I think that Matheny will put him, you know, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in that range, probably seven, uh, and let him ease into his career, kind of take the pressure off him a bit, and also make the bottom of the lineup stronger. I think that that's a pretty easy answer. I don't think that anyone would really argue that. And then as the season progresses, he might climb up that lineup order, obviously. Now, where he plays, this is the most divisive topic in Kansas City right now around their prize shortstop, who is the top prospect in baseball. Does he play second? Does he play short? Does he play third base? I think he's going to play third. I think if Minus is healthy, if Nicky Lopez is healthy, he'll play third base. You have Nicky Lopez, a gold glove caliber second baseman. You have Mondesi, an all-star caliber player when he's healthy. And you have Bobby Wood Jr. I think that Nicky Lopez, lock for second. You can kind of forget about him in the conversation right now. But the conversation really comes down to, should you make Mondesi conform to a new position? Because he's always hurt. Because even Dayton Moore, who we just said is cutthroat and not business-oriented and very worried about perception, the only player he's publicly been kind of thrown shade toward, so to say, is Mondesi. Last year, whenever he said that you can no longer count on Roberto Mondesi to be healthy and to be an impactful player for your organization. Saying you can no longer count on Mondesi publicly is Dayton Moore's version of giving up on a player and throwing him under the bus. He can backtrack, do whatever he wants to do now, but we've never seen that characteristic from Dayton Moore. That's how fed up this organization is with Mondesi. They went from coddling him to bashing him in public. And Mondesi doesn't seem the type, of, the type of guy who takes very well the bashing. Let's just be frank. So, with that being said, here's a guy you cannot count on. Here's a guy who you never know if he's going to be in the lineup that day. Should he play shortstop and block the future face of your organization, top prospect in baseball, somebody who people think could be a Tatis, could be a young player who makes his mark on the league, much less an organization, an organization that's been starved for starved for star power for 30 years, for 25 years. And I mean, national star power. It's a good question. It's a good debate. But I do think that if Mondi's healthy, if Nicky Lopez is healthy, you've got a third baseman in Bobby Wood Jr., you can, we can debate that, and we will debate that throughout these next coming weeks and really the rest of this season. But as of right now, I would put Bobby Witt Jr. at third, and you just have a lineup and an infield of Dozier slash Santana, Lopez, Mondesi, and Bobby Witt Jr., and of course, Salvador Perez behind the plate. Now, let's talk about the arms, the bullpen, the rotation, all that coming up. But first, I want to say right now, my good friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is the place to be because it's that time of year again. College basketball is in full swing and finally upon us and in the NCAA tournament. Folks, Kansas is in the Sweet 16. You can bet on them at betonline.net. 
for the latest odds, contests, player props, betonline.net is the best source for your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for Vegas casino games and even baseball. I mentioned at the top of the show, you can bet right now on Bobby Witt Jr. winning the Rookie of the Year award for the AL. So go do that right now. Head over to the website betonline.net today or even use your mobile device and learn more about the trends and the actions. BetOnline is where the game starts. We are back. On the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter where I give all my Royals takes at Locked On Royals. Thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. Folks, we're back five days a week. And in fact, leading up to opening day, you get a podcast Every single day. That's our big promise to you. Got the email from the bosses and the higher ups that, you know, this afternoon. We're back, baby. At least five days a week. And for us at Lockdown Royals, every day leading up to opening day, right here for free for a daily podcast from now all the way through Christmas and the winter meetings. So make sure you subscribe for free for five day a week Royals podcast. You can't get that anywhere else. Make sure you check us out and subscribe on YouTube and any other podcasting platform that you may have. And for your second listen of the day, go check out Lockdown MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospects encyclopedia. He goes deep on the NBA on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available across all platforms. And Lindsey Crosby will be, sit, will be singing the praises of Bobby Witt Jr. for a long, long time, including right now in spring training. He is a Bobby Witt believer. We've had him on the show before. And he sings the praises of Bobby Wood Jr. all throughout his podcast as well and on Twitter and everywhere else. So go check out Lindsey Crosby and Locked On MLB Prospects. But let's continue to check out what the Royals look like this spring training. As you get that baseball itch again and you turn on 610 Radio or you turn on Bali Sports Kansas City and you nestle up for these spring training games, get a glimpse of that warm Arizona weather, what should you be looking for? Bobby Witt Jr. is the easy answer. Everybody will have their eyes on Bobby Witt Jr., including the national baseball landscape. But let's talk about the Royals and the fans of the Royals. What should be looking at? It's the arms. That's the biggest question. Look, I, I actually like this lineup. Now, like anything else for the Royals this year, there's a lot of ifs. But the fan graphs projected lineup right now of the Royals is Whit Merrifield, Nicky Lopez, Salvador Perez, Benatendi, Carlos Santana, Hunter Dozier, Alberto Mondesi, Bobby Witt Jr., and Michael A. Taylor. There's some ifs, right? Can Michael A. Taylor continue to give you that level of production at the plate? Obviously not a great hitter, but that production, plus being the best center fielder in all of baseball, defensively, that's enough for your nine-hole hitter. That's a great job. Can Mondesi stay healthy? Last year, even through the ups and downs and the injuries, it was my biggest takeaway. You can go look at the reviews. I'm mainly viewed as pessimistic. Now, I would say I'm realistic, but mainly viewed as pessimistic by Kansas City fans. Even I said, I know the injuries are frustrating, but what's promising for Mondesi is that while having to start and stop throughout the season due to these injuries, every time he comes back, he plays at an all-star level and he's consistent when he returns. Now, all you got to do now at this point, if you got the consistency down, 
is stay healthy. So if Monty can stay healthy, you'll love that bat. Can one of Santana or Dozier bounce back? Can Benatendi stay healthy? Perez is in that category of, you know what you're going to get from him, and it's really, really good. With Merrifield, I'd say the exact same boat. Really, really good hitter. And then can Nicky Lopez hit at the level he had at last year? That is a one-season outlier. He's going to be doubted. He has a, he's a contact hitter. He has to do it again, no doubt about it. But there are pieces in this lineup that you can really like if things break your way. Now, not everything's going to break your way. And what can Bobby Witt Jr. provide? Is he a superstar? Is he one of the best players in all of baseball? We don't know. Will he struggle out of the gate? We don't know. But the lineup is pretty fun. One through nine, pretty fun lineup that you don't want to go uh, and, and take your break to the contestant stand during uh, uh, the, the Royals hitting. But the arms, a lot of questions. What in the world's Amir Garrett? Look, I like the, I like the trade. I do. I view it as you trade Miner for Grinky and Garrett. And I think that, th- that Garrett coming over brings a mentality and an edge and a swagger that the Royals do not have and haven't had for three, four years now. They don't have that confidence in themselves the way that Garrett does. And Garrett, you, you know, we could look back in three years and say, you know, even though they didn't make the playoffs you know, in 2022, or even though they didn't, they didn't achieve a World Series in 2022, what turned this franchise around to get to this point and be a top team was trading for Amir Garrett because he woke up these young players and he showed them just how good they could be. He showed them what other teams thought about them, and he didn't let them get pushed over anymore. Mike Matheny has been very clear that this has to be a player-led team. Well, now you've got a player who will flip the spread every once in a while, will shake some cages every once in a while, who won't be buddy-buddy every single time, and who will defend his guys. So I love it from that perspective. On the mound, though, what do you get? Taylor Clark. I, I'm hearing from, from D-backs fans and media members that he was not very good last year and that they were glad he's out of town. And look, bullpen arms, they're a roller coaster. He could have been terrible last year, and this year could be top half of the league. That's just how bullpen goes. But what does Taylor Clark provide you? Can Dylan Coleman, can Domingo, uh, Domingo Tapia, can Sam Freeman, can Brad Peacock, can any of them jump up? You got veterans and Freeman and Peacock. You got younger players and Coleman and Tapia. Can they pop off in that bullpen? Because, again, with the bullpen, you like Barlow. You like Stamont. I like Brents. I love Jake Brents. I feel good about those three guys. I feel good about Garrett. Past that, what can this bullpen see? And that leads us to Jackson Kowar. Is he a bullpen arm? Is he a rotational piece? Is he an MLB player this year? That brings us to Daniel Lynch. Is he going to start in the minor leagues? Is he going to start in the big with the big club? Where's Daniel Lynch at, and what is he right now? Chris Bubich, same thing. Is he a starter? Is he a reliever? Where is he most effective at? So that's where the bullpen lies. In terms of the rotation, again, Daniel Lynch and Jackson's core play a big part in that, but also Brady Singer. I mean, is Brady Singer going to become that player that could have Cy Young level potential? I've been saying it for three years now that Brady Singer has Cy Young stuff. Is he going to show it on diamond, on the bump, on the mound? Is Brady Singer going to show that potential? 
Can Carlos Hernandez duplicate his you know, second half of the season from last year and be a really good pitcher and set the table and, and help the back in the rotation out from Zach Grinke at the top? Can Brad Keller be you know, pandemic Brad Keller or will it be last year Brad Keller? There's a ton of question marks about the, the staff, the pitching staff. And that to me is the biggest if. This team will go as far as their arms take them. Because the lineup is pretty competitive. It's young. It'll go through ups and downs, obviously, but pretty nice lineup. Can you can, can the guys that you've built this entire rebuild around? You've built it around Brady Singer. You've built it around Jackson Carr. You've built it around Chris Bubich. You've built it around Asa Lacey. You've built it around Daniel Lynch. You've built it around all these arms. Can they come through for you? Or did you set yourself back by drafting on these guys? It's a huge make or break year because we've heard for five years that 2022 is the year the Royals are going to compete is the year the Royals are going to win baseball games and get to the playoffs. Now that we're here in 2022, there's already the backpedaling of, well, it's actually going to be 2023 either way. No matter if you view 2022 as the window or 2023 is the window starting point for there to be a window and, and for you to cut out a window in your wall, it starts and stops with the pitchers you've invested in with this entire rebuild, with the hands of this entire rebuild, it starts and stops with Singer and Bubich and Lacey and Lynch and Coar. They have to show you something this year. They have to, it's, it's a make or break year for these guys, in my opinion. They have to give you reason for hope instead of reason for, ah, maybe, maybe things can happen. No, there should be tangible evidence of why all these guys are primed for 2023. If you don't view 2022 as the window, which the world has been saying for five years that it is, but now all of a sudden they're backing off of it. Coming up, we'll talk more about the Royals and spring training storylines. Is there another move that Kansas City will make? Can Santana and Dozier stave off Nicky, uh, Nick Prado? And what it means if Mondesi does stay healthy. All of that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Royals on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to tell you right now, my good friends over at Built's Bar. Built's Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of your next order. They're fantastic. They're delicious. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams net carbs, 17 grams protein. They're fantastic. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. Built.com. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. Built Bars are fantastic. I love cookies and cream. And the special flavor of the month, the white chocolate cookies and cream, is even better. Go check it out. Coconut, coconut almond, mint brownie, double chocolate brownie, peanut butter brownie, all that fun stuff. Go check it out. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast. On Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown MLB podcast. Paul Francis Sullen, but you can call him Sully, brings you unique perspective on baseball past and present. It's free and available across all platforms. Lockdown MLB for the national perspective of Major League Baseball. Let's continue talking about MLB and Royal Spring Training storylines. Can Minasi stay healthy? The really thing about this is just please. Please, Mondi, stay healthy. Please. There's not much more to say about that. He can be an all-star if he stays healthy. That's it. Uh, the 
more burning question is seeing improvement and a bounce back from Carlos Santana and Hunter Dozier. Because if they do not have a strong spring and they do not have a strong start to the season, it's Nick Prado time. It is Nick Prado time in Kansas City. And I know you gave Dozier that deal. Doesn't matter. If he cannot produce this year, he's simply not good. And he had one outlier season, and that contract is not worth, it was not big enough for you to just have to shoehorn him, shoehorn him into the lineup. They've got to start fast because Nick Prado is on their heels. And then the last question is, is there another move coming from the Royals? It's been confirmed that the Royals signing Zach Grinke did not take them out of their pursuit of Frankie Montas. Can they trade with Oakland for Frankie Montas or get Sean Manaya back? Can they add a bullpen arm? There's still a few bullpen arms that are out there right now. Jesse Hahn, Chaz Rowe, Tommy Hunter, Hunter Strickland, Trevor Rosenthal, a couple old names out there, but Chad, Chaz Rowe would be very interesting to me to bring in for the Royals. Is there an improvement to be made or is this the Royals team to start the season? That's the, the final question. What's the most interesting question to you? To me, the most interesting question is about Santana and about Prado and Hunter Dozier, those three guys. Will the Royals be cut through? Will the Royals call up their better player in Prado? I do not think it'll be opening day, obviously. I think the opening day, Prado is not in the roster. I'd give it like a 5% chance of happening if that. But again, slow start from Santana and or Dozier and a strong start from Prado in the minors. You got to do it. You have to pull it off and go get your top guy up here. His ETA on a lot of these sites that that do prospect ETAs is 2022, including on MLB.com. And if they're not producing, get rid of them. Be cutthroat. You have a top prospect for a reason. So what are your spring training storylines? What are you looking forward to this two, three weeks of spring training before you get into the regular season? Subscribe to Lockdown Royals, the only daily podcast by the Kansas City Royals. And again, an episode every single day from now leading up to, to opening day. Once we hit opening day, Monday through Friday, from then all the way through Christmas. So make sure you subscribe for free across all platforms, including the platform of YouTube. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.